0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Geek to the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I am your host, Jasmine, and today co-hosting we have Adelaide. Hello, Adelaide. Hi,
1: Jasmine. You cut out, so I'm assuming that's what you wanted to Adelie. say.
0: Hello,
1: Adelaide. Hi. You cut <laughs> out, so I was like just jumping right in, assuming that would work.
0: Um, today we're going to be talking about Doctor Who, episode five, the tor-torshring? Ter- I don't remember how to pronounce this, do you? Nope. All right, the conundrum. <laughs> we'll go with that. Um. So this episode, we meet a few new characters. So let's start off with Astro. Did you like Astro?
1: I did. Astro's. And he lasted what ten minutes?
0: My okay. So I will get into my issue with the characters and the plot. Like you know, let me skip to the platforms. Okay. Because my issues will rise in those. Um, but what were your overall thoughts of the episode
1: um i actually found this one i found it kind of dull and there's something i want to say but i'm worried that it is uh, too spoilery so i'll wait until we get to it because i have a feeling it's in the plot notes too so i'll wait on that
0: okay so let's start off with the doctor graham yes and ryan are all basically looking for junk in a, a jump, which never remember the doctor ever doing this, but okay. And they find the mine, and the doctor's like, "I'm sorry, you know, some people this is a joke, blah 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 blah." What were your thoughts about this scene? Um, I
1: don't know. I thought it was I. I was unimpressed for the most of it, and then the little sonic bomb. You covered that, yes. Yes. Okay, good. So yes, the little sonic bomb is revealed, and she immediately says, I'm sorry. And that just that really stuck out to me. And I feel like most doctors don't do that. They don't immediately most of the doctors we've seen, they didn't do that. They would oh, say, we oh, will no.
0: to, oh, We will get to We will get to this.
1: Okay. So yeah, she immediately says I'm sorry. And that was the first thing I thought. And that set the tone for this whole episode where I was immediately like, Nope, you guys are making stupid choices.
0: Like and my issue specifically was that because like we've talked about this this episode i mean this season she's a woman so she's apologetic she's a woman so she is like we're best friends like she like it's so many things that i feel like they're doing because she is a female doctor versus she is a doctor
1: i agree i wonder how much of it and i think i've said this before i wonder how much of it is the writing choice and how much of it is the acting choice like it Because, you know, some actors do have a lot of sway in how they portray the character. And I want to know how much of this is her and how much of this is the writers. And I feel like if it's mostly her, then I almost want to, I want to give it a little bit more flexibility. If it's the writers, I'm mad.
0: I mean, even if it's her, I don't want to give her flexibility because I don't like this portrayal. Like you said, we've never seen another doctor do this. Like she's the most apologetic doctor.
1: Yeah, it's really... It's
0: and really she hasn't done class. anything. Like, specifically, if we're talking about all of the other doctors that we've seen, class... I mean, not even Clown and Classical. Knew who? None of them apologized. Freak the... What is it? Met Smith's doctor literally destroyed the world because his wife was like, I can't kill you. Never apologized. Nope. And I His just... friends watched him die never apologized.
1: Yes, but you're using Moffat, so Moffat's bad. And he should apologize for that too. He and Moffitt on Well, we're on that. If anybody has to apologize with them, I'm going to stop because we're getting right- It's four minutes in and I'm already trashing Moffat.
0: And he's not even on the show anymore.
1: <laughs> My goal for Doctor Who, every episode, trash him. Gotta do it.
0: Um, but anyway, they board the ship, which is an automated medical spaceship, exploring the ship. The doctor meets some patients who are being transported. She meets the general, her brother, Durka, and Eve's robot Ronan. I appreciated the general. I was okay with the brother i I, I don't understand sibling dynamics, but he seemed very jealous of her robot. like at first, I thought that was her boyfriend. Like when we first, like, because it looked like a lover spat and maybe she was having a sex with the robot.
1: Yeah, I kind of thought that too. When they specified it, is when I was like, oh, but you know, mm-hmm. like, I, never mind.
0: So and then we also meet Astros. Um, not Astros, Yos. Yos. A pregnant man. I was fine with those people. I appreciated that we found out the pregnant man was like, on a trip, um, and he was on vacation and got pregnant. He was gonna give the baby up for adoption, and he had a plan. Um, what were your thoughts of these people that we met?
1: Um, so I liked, I, I liked the general. Um, I didn't, I was largely indifferent to her brother. Um, I didn't get that it was a robot at first. It it explained a lot once they revealed that, though. Um, and... Uh, i don't remember his name uh yes him um i liked him because i liked his character a lot he was very he was entertaining um his personality really showed through with his acting choices there and um he i don't know i felt like the the pregnant man thing has been done a lot and i immediately thought of oh no i don't remember the name of it oh no i'm gonna have to look it up because i don't remember the name of the stupid show
0: Okay, well, I'm going to jump into the brother, and I thought the brother was very jealous of his sister, and that was my issue with this. Like, and the, then as they their story unfolds more, you get to understand a little bit more, like, why aren't you ever opening up to me, blah, blah, blah. Because initially you get, I'm an engineer, I fix the stuff that um pilots use, and that's the angle that I thought they were going with this. What about you?
1: Uh, I kind of thought they were going that way too. Um, I thought, I don't know that I thought he was jealous. Um, I'll be honest, this episode didn't wow me very much. So I was kind of half the time I was a little bit, I i had trouble focusing my attention on the, the episode many a time, um, especially after, what's his name? Can I, can I say what happened to the first guy that we met? I don't remember his name.
0: No, I, no. Fine. Not, yet. Fine. not yet.
1: Okay, fine. Go ahead.
0: Okay, so after uh, the doctor gained access to the ship, basically hacking into the ship, which, considering this is an automated pilot ship that has a bomb in it, the fact that someone can remotely gain access and they not, like, at least call and say, hey, someone just hacked your ship, what's going on? Like, my credit card can do that and I'm not in the 62nd century. But yeah, I mean, what were you-
1: <laughs> we have human ingenuity on so many levels, and yet we forget the easiest things sometimes. Like, yay, my my phone or my credit card can message me and say something's wrong. But at the same time, like, I could accidentally transfer a couple thousand out of the wrong account, and then just wonder where all of that went a second ago. And it doesn't warn me then because that was my job. So I don't know. Eh. We're dumb sometimes.
0: Um. But anyway. Um, the Doctor notices something hidden for the ship. An alien entity that gains access to the ship and begins damaging escape pods. Astro, the Doctor and Astro take each, take a side. And Astro's basically bullies the Doctor, if we're being honest. And my issue was, she was like, you know what, sure, fine, whatever, I give in, you can do this. Um, when... Has the doctor ever been like, yeah, sure. The, Do you want
1: me to answer that? Because I I don't have one for that.
0: Like, the doctor is always the one in charge. And I keep feeling like she's passive. Like, she is letting things happen around her versus being the focal point of these things.
1: I agree. I feel like she I feel like she comes through a little bit later. Uh, not to jump ahead, but I feel like she does a little bit later, but through most of the episodes, she's, and most of this season so far, every, uh, all five episodes that we've seen, she's very, she is very passive. And she's very, I don't want to say timid, but she borders on it.
0: Mm. Um. But Astro becomes trapped in one of the pods that he's expecting and dies. What kind of a, side note, what kind of a skate pod blows up as soon as it's detached? If Not anything, a good I thought like if anything i thought he would have been floating in space and heading back like that would have i don't understand why this blew up no one said why it blew up like wh- i don't get it
1: i didn't like this i didn't like it at all first of all i loved anything him, and i liked having him around so the fact that immediately my my favorite little side character for the episode was dead i was just like wow you guys have started with an apology and then you've killed the the most entertaining new character you've given us. I am mad at you now. So, like, I don't know at what point of the episode is in. This was, what, 10 minutes in? I was already done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was mad.
0: And they didn't explain why it blew up. They said, yeah, the, the thing was looking for power, but why, when you jettison of a life pod, it blows up?
1: That's a very bad life pod. That, that's <laughs> not a life pod. That's a... We're done with this pod. guy. Yeah, that's a death pod. That's, you know, we're done with this guy. Let's get rid of him. Bye.
0: <sighs> then the doctor's like, I'm sorry, he's dead. Another apology. Another apology. The doctor's like, I'm sorry, the main guy's dead. Um, And we have a thing that's on this ship. We find out the thing is called a pating. It's a creature that eats non-organic matter and is classified as highly dangerous. The ship will remotely detonate, ticking time bomb. So gotta love those. Um, if it detects the, the creature on board, and they keep ignoring the, um, the they keep lying to the system.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. This this episode felt very st-
0: stupid. Yeah.
1: Well, I wasn't going to say that. But yeah, that too. Uh, I was going to say it felt very stretched. Like they had an idea, but they weren't entirely sure. So they kind of like pulled it like taffy out as far as it could possibly get it before it just got too weak to support itself. And unfortunately, it caved very early.
0: See, I would have enjoyed the pating if it was something that I can... Like I didn't care about any of these characters. If it was just... If they had blended this in with another story, I think it would have worked better. If the Because the Pating felt like a side story to me.
1: Yeah, I agree. And actually, honestly, I kind of liked the Pating because he reminded me of Stitch. So I had trouble not liking him. He was creepy, to be sure. But he, he reminded me of Stitch. And I was having fun making fun of him throughout that part of the episode.
0: Oh, yeah, I was fine with that. Like, I was fine with his, like, being Stitchy, I guess. And him eating everything and just, like, it was like an all-you-can-eat buffet. I was fine with that. Um, Anything else that you want to say about this point?
1: I mean, the Pating was just a hungry little guy. Okay. <laughs> He's a good boy.
0: <laughs> I don't think that she would have said that if you were on the ship. No, like... probably
1: not. But what a good boy.
0: And I love that they classified it so high, like, no one has encountered a Pating and lived to tell the tale.
1: I know, right? This thing <laughs> is like the size of a house cat. This is if that.
0: Well, I was fine with it because, like, they said it eats all all non-organic matter. So what do you mean no one lived to tell the tale?
1: They're fine. It didn't eat organic matter. It just ate their clothes and everything around them. They personally are fine.
0: (laughs) Uh, But it was interesting. Um, Then we have the doctor splitting everyone up. Um, The robot and Gaz go to defend the power source. Which, um, why? Where is Graham with his logic? Like, um, maybe we shouldn't split up. Maybe it would be smarter to herd it into one area. Which would be easier with more people. He was
1: playing midwife. That's all I had. I wasn't, like, gonna go anywhere deep with that. He was just playing midwife.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, anyway. Also, what happened to the doctor being concerned for their safety? Like, how am I keeping you safe? by sending you into the area where the patin is.
1: I don't know. I-, I could try to defend. I'll just say, okay, <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. How about I just send you wherever? Because we're all gonna die. You may as well help out.
0: Cause usually the doctor keeps everyone close. The doctor's like, just stay with me, everything will be fine. This doctor's like, you go do what you want, kids.
1: I know. And she was uh she had her whole let me give me seven minutes while I think up a a solution thing. Mm-hmm. Seven minutes. All right. I'm timing you.
0: <sighs> anyway. Then we have Eve and Ronan focus on gaining manual controls to the ship. And as you mentioned, Ryan and Graham are um helping Mably, and um Yoss with his labor. Because he's like, yeah, I need two guys with me. Blah, blah, blah. I don't I mean I was fine. Any thoughts on that at
1: I mean, I didn't I don't know, it wasn't that bad. I was interested I, I like the the whole biology thing that they worked in with the whole um oh yeah, males give birth to males and then females give birth to females.
0: My oh yeah, main I definitely was, we're gonna focus on the labor because that was probably my favorite part of this. But my issue, like any thoughts on everything else. I'm sorry, I wasn't good enough.
1: Oh, okay, fine. Um, Everything else, as in, like, everybody else doing their own thing? Um, No, not really. Yay.
0: Okay, so the doctor learns that Eve has a critical heart condition, pilot's heart, and that could kill her if she interfaces with the ship. Eve sacrifices herself to protect everyone on board and keep it safe, while Dirkus assumes control in her place. So my question is, if he could fly all along why didn't he fly in the first place? I'm just Thank asking you. for his dead sister.
1: Thank you. Like, why do we have to like fling her in first? And then he's like, oh yeah, I can do this. I've trained my life for this. Um. Then where were you before she died? If you've trained your whole life for this, why didn't you start? You could have spared. She She died unnecessarily. Exactly.
0: Exactly. And I don't know why no one is like, um, if you could fly this whole time. Like he built the thing and he could have flown it. What are we doing?
1: Yeah, that was I was mad because <laughs> can I can I say it now? Yes. Yeah, because we had two minority characters that were killed, just randomly killed for no stupid reason. It was a life pod. It shouldn't have killed him. It and her brother could steer the stupid ship. It no, this was dumb. They didn't need to die, and it didn't even serve a plot point for them to die.
0: It didn't. Like it was very stupid. It was stupid and I hated it. Um the doctor figures out that the petang was attracted to the ship's energy and that it was just looking for a food source which was the energy. She returns to the power ship, the sh- she returns to the ship's power source and finds the failsafe bomb, removes it, primes the device and feeds it to the pating, giving it ample t- ample energy before she jettisons it into space where it's basically giggling. So
1: let me get this straight. This thing swallowed a bomb and she says, oh yeah, he's done. All of that energy blown up inside of him. He can't survive that. But we can show two minority characters dying. All right, fine. Screw you.
0: Well, no, it did survive. Like it, it ate the energy and it was, she's like, it'll be full for a long time now. All no right, need fine. to worry. Like, no. You killed I, two people? I why why agree not just... with you. Like, cause, okay. Did you read my random thoughts section on the outline yet?
1: Uh, I was scrolling through it. I need okay. to. Okay, because I think I missed we're that
0: about one. To get, we, no, no, we're about to get into this.
1: Okay, let's okay. go. Okay, yes.
0: So let me give you the last plot point, guys. So, <laughs> um, Dirk is safely brings the ship into the space station while Ryan and Graham help Voss produce a healthy baby. Before leaving to recover her TARDIS, the others. And the doctor joined Mavley and the patients in honoring Eve's death and they praise her courage for protecting them, even though she died unnecessarily. Uh what were your thoughts?
1: Um I was glad the episode was over, to be honest. Um, but I I think I saw your your points and one of them at this point. Can I can I just bring them up? Can I bring one of them up? Oh uh, sure, I did not hear you. Was yes, that a yes? or go no? ahead. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think at this point, my entire focus was on the adoption plot, and okay. um, I there were so many wrong choices made in this episode.
0: Okay, well, we could start with the adoption thing.
1: Okay. Okay. You wanna go there? So
0: yeah, let's start since that's what you want to talk about first. Oh, there's so many um,
1: things. We could go anywhere at this point. <laughs>
0: um, so I, I, it's even in my notes, guys, because I personally. I am very much for a person's choice. Okay. And as a Christian, that's my heart. I like I have to wrap myself up in my Christian blanket before I say what I'm about to say. <laughs> p- but protection right there. <laughs> but I don't like how most shows handle adoption. Okay. I don't think that it's my choice to tell you what to do. But I don't think it's anyone else's choice to do that either. And every time there is an adoption storyline, and it really bothered me about this one. Specifically because he said, at the beginning, I am giving this baby up for adoption. I am not fit to have this child. If that was his decision, why would Ryan and Graham come in and say, oh, you're giving the baby up for adoption? You can do this. It's okay. This bothered me to no end because who is supporting this child?
1: I hated this. I hated this so much, especially since the um, his whole plot point is uh, that their pregnancies only last a week. By the way, they're massively overpopulated. If that's the case, and so their pregnancies only last a week. He's only had a week to deal with this, and that's not assuming. Well, they
0: they did a point to say they're very intense for a week. So well, you get I know, all but of I mean the. Like, Like but think about you get all of the pregnancies hormones and symptoms and everything.
1: In like a week. But my my point is not the I, I I don't mind that part of it. If they wanna do that, go ahead. My point is the um is his financial situation. If he's decided that he's going to give it up for adoption, I don't know what I don't know what his financial situation is. As you've mentioned, who's providing for this child? He's if he has a decent financial situation, then great good for him but if he's giving it up because he's not ready there's no way in a week he will be re- he'll be ready mentally perhaps perhaps because you know they're assuming their species is totally ready to do this in a week but in a um in a week there's no way he'd be able to find a, a way to support this just well, no way well not
0: only that he specifically said these are dark times dark times right now is a turbulent world i'm not sure if i'm his best option my problem is that if, do you, the level of resolve that you have to have to give your child up, okay? And sure, we could say that he was wavering. Sure, we could say he was unsure, but he thought this was the best option. I don't like the fact that Ryan and um, Graham just strolled in and was like, yeah, you can keep this kid. And he's like, you know what? You're right. I can keep this kid. I really... As if there was no thought in the, like, as if he just is like, nope, I'm giving it up. And then, like, oh yeah, you made me think. Like, adoption is hard. It is very hard for people to give up their children and to let a stranger take care of them, even if they have thoroughly vetted that child. I mean, that per- that those sets of parents, and to degrade it like this, and to make it seem as though this was a spur of the moment whim of a choice was. That's what I hate.
1: I had the uh, I had a very similar thought, and I think what bothered me the most was Ryan's action towards it. He had this whole... He was projecting so hard on this kid. He was projecting his father's whole, like, abandon... He was projecting all of his abandonment issues onto this child. And... Frankly, you don't know what kind of adoptive family he's going to get. If this guy doesn't want to be a father, he may not be any better than your father. If he decides, because he said, I will give it a try, I'm sorry. Parenthood is not a try situation. It is a do or you don't. You can make mistakes through it, but you cannot say halfway through, you know what? I gave this a shot and it's not for me. You can't do that. No, you, you actually that. can.
0: You can give your child up for adoption at any ease that you want. Well, yes, the, the, but that but... would
1: massively scar
0: the child. But my, it depends, like, if we're being honest, as long as he does it before the child is cognizant of it, it's fine. Yeah, I
1: was gonna, I was gonna get into that, but, like, I also don't want to be like, oh, yeah, like, I was picturing, like, him being, like, age six. He's like, you know what, I can't fucking mm. say this anymore. No, I was sorry. thinking, like, me, like, like,
0: right in, in, like, six months, you know whether or not you're, like, really ready to be a parent to me. Especially if it's someone like him who was like, I don't know if I'll be able to do this initially. That was his initial reaction. And I appreciated that. I appreciate people who say, I don't think I can do this. Yeah,
1: I do too. Especially as somebody who cannot do it, who would not. I I would absolutely, I could do adoption. I would handle that. But I just, I was so mad at Ryan this whole time, just talking him into it. Like, oh no, you have to be there for your kid. Shut up. An adoptive father would be just as supportive as a biological father. You can't say that.
0: Like and that the my I hate that I hate that shows are constantly trying to guilt trip you. If you have decided that this is not a choice for you, the level of heartache that goes into that and the like it's not a spur of the moment thing for most people. Most people sit there and they agonize over it and they die when they give their child up, but they know it's better for that child. Oh so yeah. So for the, them the to depression come rates in, rates are very high. For them to come in and be like, no, you can Ooh. do it, like. I don't understand and I don't know why the guy didn't say I have thought about this I would have been I would have been okay for me for him to say I've thought about this strange person this is his best option yeah
1: that's not because you have to be mindful of the best choice for you, and the best choice for the child. And even if you personally feel like you could be a great parent, if you're not in the place to do it, I could understand that being your reasoning, too. Again, it's entirely your choice, and I'm not gonna come up to you and be like, no. You have to take care of this baby, because it's your baby. How dare you? I am going to project all of my abandonment issues onto this. Like, I was, I was so mad at Ryan this whole time. So mad at him.
0: Um... I think that's, I don't want to stay on the topic because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. But yeah, it, same, like, um, Ryan's dead incoming. I think that this basically is foreshadowing his father coming in. I, were you getting that feeling of where, was it just me?
1: I don't know. I just wanted Ryan to stop talking. So, I don't know. <laughs> I was really mad at him when he started doing the, oh, you'll be a great father. Yeah, I'm going to stop because, ugh.
0: Um, everything is so new in this season. Nothing is recycled and everything that we've seen is a completely different villain, completely different everything. It's exciting. Do you think that they're, are you excited about it and do you think they're doing it well? Um,
1: Yes and so far yes because instead of being like the little stitch wannabe, it could have been a dialect and I would have been 20 times more like I would have lost interest 20 times faster had it been a dialect and like the threat wouldn't have been there. It would have just been, Oh great. Floating vacuum with a plunger.
0: Cool. Um, we also have the book of celebrants where we find out the general has a chapter or something and the doc has a passage and the doctor has a chapter which she uh, says, no, a volume. But it's very interesting to me because Matt Smith's doctor basically said, yeah, I took myself out of history. No one knows me anymore. He deleted himself. So how do we have this book of celebrates? See, I'm okay with that because
1: uh, that's uh, erasing um, Moffat's writing. So I will take this as canon instead.
0: Really? Nothing else to add?
1: (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Nothing else. Nothing nice anyway.
0: Um, The doctor claims to be a doctor of medicine, science, engineering, candy floss, Legos, philosophy, music, problems, hope, Mostly hope. Um, Do you think that the doctor actually has degrees in any of these fields?
1: Well, I mean, I could say I have a degree in Legos too. I played with that as a kid. Does that not count? <laughs> Is that how I get degrees in things now? I have a degree in Legos from stepping on them when I was five?
0: <laughs> um, da-da-da-da-da. the return of the st- stethoscope. Were you excited to see its return?
1: Um eh I mean, I didn't mind. I like the shout out, but I don't care that much.
0: Jeez, we're just breezing through Adelaide.
1: I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> after the after the adoption point, like there's nothing there's there's one other thing I can harp on, but like that's about it.
0: Uh this season every villain has escaped or been let go. The doctor was very generous. Most other seasons the doctor is deadly basically exterminating whole races which is how doctor who started um what are your thoughts on that
1: um well i mean give her time maybe she will i don't know so i don't know it's hard to say because two of them have been like animalistic they've been um you've got the spiders and then you've got the uh the pating And those two, I feel like, yeah, they're just—they're just doing their nature thing. They're not—they're not a villain. They're just—they're an antagonist, but they're not a villain. They're just a—they're just a little bug doing what bugs do, and that's unfortunate. Like that's unfortunate, but at the same time, you know, I kill spiders, so yeah, I would probably kill them. But you know, I don't mind them just putting a glass over the giant spider and releasing it out into the world, and I don't mind them ejecting the pating. Well, no, the problem
0: specifically with the spiders that you just mentioned is that she killed them, but instead of her directly killing them, she locked them in a room to die.
1: Yeah, true, because she did kill them, and she just sort of let them die miserably. Yeah,
0: I remember this discussion. So it's very interesting to me that the other doctors are active in the role of murder, if we're being honest. They're active murderers, because these things have attacked this, this planet that is small and weak where if she is very passive in this instead of her actively killing them and she even reprimanded the guy who was like yeah it's in my hotel it's horrible she's like it's dying anyway then why are we sitting around watching it die
1: yeah and why are you letting it sit there in misery you may as well just kill it it'll so, be faster and it will be it will be merciful that way
0: right so and that's my thing like i feel like they're trying to make her merciful but in trying to make her give these creatures mercy they're actually making her seem horrible.
1: I mean, I agree. I think they have um I don't know. I think they're trying really hard to make her they're trying to they're trying to emphasize kindness with her, but it's coming across as, as her being really passive or her being almost timid and it's not what they're trying isn't working and I feel like, I don't want to say it, but I feel like a lot of it is because they're trying to make, they're trying to establish her as a female doctor and pulling in traits that are stereotypically feminine and I don't like that.
0: Uh, Like I said, I'm disappointed because specifically she isn't taking an active role as the doctor. She's just letting things happen around her and that is what bothers me the most. Um, they also mention dark times. In this season, there's a dark times in the 62nd century. And there's a, like, we've already established there's an overarching villain. So do you think that the cause of these dark times is Tim Shaw?
1: Um, probably. He's the guy from Rosa, right?
0: Yeah, no, he's the guy from the first episode.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I like, and he um, They keep dropping little seedlings to him.
1: Um, probably because I feel like he was referenced so early. Like, you don't establish a big villain like that in the first episode without intending to bring him in fully. So, yeah, I feel like he's probably involved.
0: Um, the prayer. And here's here's my Christian cake coming on. I was okay with this prayer. Like, it was nice. It was short. Like, because prayers tend to be long and drawn out, if I'm being honest. Like, I know you got places... Like, you got all the time in the world, Jesus, but I don't. So. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I'll say, as an atheist, I actually liked it. I thought it was very sweet.
0: Yeah, I was like... But my question to you is, why do you think now... Because we've seen several people die in Doctor Who. Why now, suddenly, do they have a prayer that needs um, to be said and discussed?
1: I don't know. Um, I'll I'll definitely give you that, because... I don't know they they've even had other religions referenced before but they never actually went all out for a prayer um i want to say because it was a cultural thing for that time frame or for that location but that might just be giving them too much credit
0: right because that implies that they've never been to this time before do you think that they've never been to this time
1: before oh goodness no they've probably been here before um but, I don't know, perhaps they're just in the cultural area. Perhaps they're just, I don't know. I mean, I don't pray, but if if I'm at a dinner table and the whole family is ne- bowing their heads in prayer, um, I'm not going to stop them, and I'm not going to say anything.
0: You're not going to knock over to dinner and be like, Jesus isn't real!
1: No, goodness, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just casually stare at my turkey and wish <laughs> and, and kind of mentally speed them along.
0: Uh, But, I w- <laughs> I want to do that now. Like, I really want to do that. Hey, you're a
1: Christian. <laughs> you can get away with it. I'll be thrown um. out of the house.
0: <laughs> um. But another thing we found out this season is that there will be no Christmas special. What were your thoughts? Because I know I was like, really? Especially since the showrunners said, yeah, we just ran out of ideas.
1: I mean, I believe them. When they say they ran out of ideas, I believe them.
0: Um. I- do you, I mean, like, Christmas has so many different meanings to different religions.
1: That's true. I, they could do something a little bit more. Like, it doesn't have to be Christmas. It could be something else. It could be another one. It could Hanukkah, be Hanukkah.
0: Kwanzaa. One. It's yeah, it so could be... many other holidays around that time. Yeah, uh-
1: please. Let's just do that. Don't make it a Christmas special. Make it a Kwanzaa special. Just it could make it a Hanukkah special. It doesn't need to be Christmas. Just, I mean, make up a religion on an alien planet and do it then. Have their winter solstice celebration. I don't care if you want to do that there are thousands of ways to do it um i legit believe that yeah they probably don't they don't have a christmas special in mind um at the same time like it's such a um it's such a tradition for doctor who for them to have a christmas special that it's almost sad that they don't have it this year
0: yeah it is um last thing i want to talk about is doctor who is moving to a different time I think they're changing it like an hour earlier hour. I don't remember it's it's a different time though it'll be airing live at a different time. Are you surprised by this change?
1: No, I'm surprised that Comcast has said that I don't have the channel anymore, <laughs> but maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Give it back Comcast
0: <laughs> uh anything else that you want to talk about, Ellie.
1: Yeah, can we talk about the, the, they killed off the two minority characters for stupid reasons? Or have we covered that enough? Because I could go on and on about I that. mean,
0: I feel like we've covered it enough. Like, my issue specifically was with Astro's. Was yeah, me too. Because he, one, took the lead from the doctor, which I didn't like. I also didn't like that he was like, um, I can do this, blah, 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 blah. And then he died in a life, a life shift but I don't understand.
1: I just was mad that he was trying the whole time. I I was kind of okay with him taking the lead for the doctor even though that ended up being the thing that killed him. Um I was kind of okay with that because you were just blown up by a sonic bomb. You are clutching your ribs as you run around the hospital. Please chill out and let the real doctors mm. handle it
0: for a second. We we've my we've issue with this is we've seen other doctors in similar situations. Not, I mean, not specifically being blown up, but they are being, they're recovering and they still led the charge.
1: All right, fine. So, okay. I will say that bothered me then too, but fine. I'll, fine. I I guess, I guess with her, with him taking the lead from her, it does emphasize that passivity that she's been having.
0: That was my issue.
1: But at the same because, time, like, she doesn't need the lead at the moment. So, I don't know.
0: Doesn't she, though? Like, this is my thing. And this is where I keep running into the same problem. Is she a leader? Or is she a part of a collective hive mind? I'm
1: starting because, to think it's the latter, honestly.
0: Exactly. And that's not... I I don't recall ever seeing a doctor do this. And that's my issue. And I don't know. And I'm trying to decide and reconcile. Is it because she's a woman that she is a part of this collective hive mind and isn't taking the lead? Or is it because she is this version of the doctor? I
1: agree. And, and that's where the biggest issue is coming in with this show or with this doctor specifically, because. Had they written this on a different uh, on a male doctor, it would have been easier for us to say, "Oh, it's just the doctor. It's just the way that they're writing this this specific incarnation of him." But since they have a female doctor, it's unfortunately easy for us to say, "Why are you pulling in such stereotypically stereotypically feminine traits and putting them on her?" You know, women don't have to be passive. And if you're doing it because she's a woman, then we're very upset.
0: Right, and I think that's the biggest thing, because we don't know. Like, we haven't seen these in other doctors, but maybe this was the the plan for this doctor all along, and they just threw a woman in the room. And that's what's bothering me. I don't know. And I don't want to be mad at you. If you're not doing this intentionally, but it keeps like the more we go along, the more intentional these are until we get a, a line where you're like, Go make me a sandwich. She's like, Sure, I'll go to the kitchen. I- you know, I wouldn't put it past her.
1: Uh, as sad as that is, I wouldn't put it past her to say, Um, no, what's wrong with you? Or to come back with a glass of water and throw him in the face.
0: Anyway, is there anything else that, about this episode that you want to talk about? No, I'm good. Um, thank you guys for listening to another episode of Geeks of the Machine, Doctor Who edition. I was your host, Jasmine, co-hosting. We had Adelaide. You can follow us on the website at overpoweredstatement.com. You can follow me personally at O P Jasmine. You can follow Adelaide at O P underscore Addy, addie, A D D I E. You can follow the show at real op tweets. You can follow us on Instagram at real op Graham. And let us know what you think of the show. Let us know if you have any questions, comments, or concerns. Leave them. Tweet us. We encourage feedback as long as it's not hate because that will be ignored. Anything no, no, else that you want to say, Adelaide? I'll
1: frame hate. Thank you. <laughs> That'll, I will live off of it.
0: Okay. Thanks, guys. Bye! Bye!